0: His arms are sore I've made him come across I'm going to have some size of triceps his triceps are growing by the day (sighs) thank you hey Martin Clint at nine mate so what tell us about this OVM is it OVM or CVM OVM will do okay Um, so roles and responsibilities mate just keeping the spirits up um, to be fair most of them can be a bit miserable um, so i think that's why they've kept me around mostly um, but no like i'm very appreciated that they've obviously kept me around and um, obviously it means a lot it feels like i'm really part of the team and obviously they, they, they rate me around the place which is nice um, and uh, yeah it feels special to me and obviously if a bit of a, a down moment for me, but as long as I can keep smiles on their face then that's all I'm worried about. Well, simple question: How, how are you, like, em- emotionally as well? I've been better, <laughs> um, but like, it, it is what it is. Um, you know, I normally take everyone in my stride. Um, it's certainly not ideal to get so close, um, to, obviously, to the major tournament and, and for this injury, a cure, um, but look, I can be proud and, and keep my head held high and, you know, through the qualifying campaign and say that I've done my bit. Um, and obviously to stay here and support the lads and experience it all, um, yeah, it's, it's perfect for me. G'day, Martin, Ben Lewis at SBS. Um, we've seen other injured players from squads return home for treatment or to spend time with their family, whatever it might be. Um, why did you want to stay so much? And, um, and was, it, was it the team asked you to do it or, or was it something that you wanted to do personally? Uh, yeah, it was something I ultimately wanted to do. Um, probably my family don't want me back. I'm going to be a hassle around the place on crutches. But uh, yeah, I mean, as soon as I knew it was possible to, for me to stay out here, it was a no-brainer for myself. And obviously I got the surgery out here, which made it uh, more simpler. I've got the physios, the doctors, and obviously hospital across the, the road, which is perfect for my uh, recovery. And obviously I can go to the games and support the lads, which is brilliant. And yeah, obviously, it's, it takes me a while to get around the place. Um, my roommate's Leckie, so he's been doing a lot for me. He's been pushing me around a little wheelchair and bringing me cups of coffee every morning, so he's been uh, perfect. So I need to give a special mention to him. But yeah, obviously, I still have that buzz around the place, and obviously, as disappointed as I am, it's not going to affect others. Um, Martin, Matt Bungard from Wildwater Sports. Um, this might be a tricky one to answer given how positive an influence you've been on everyone around you but I'm just sort of wondering like it's only natural for anyone that gets so close to something that's so big in their career to I guess feel a sense of jealousy almost and I don't think anyone here would begrudge you of feeling that way or similar emotions I'm just wondering do you do you have feelings like that Um, and if so how do you sort of deal with them and contrast them to all the good vibes that you are bringing I wouldn't say jealousy because I'm equally as proud as everyone else I'm The first person that I welcomed when he came in was Teals. was probably me, Um, I was buzzing for him. Um, You know he was always on standby, I was ecstatic for him, he's a young exciting player. Um, I wouldn't say it's jealousy at all, Um, like you say, I think after the win the other other day I was on the pitch I was part of it all, Um, like you say I was buzzing, I had the crutches in the air, Um, the surgeon wasn't happy but he was... uh, yeah, but like I say, I'm, I'm the first one to praise everyone. And like I say, I'm, I'm, I'm part of it. And there's nothing to be jealous about. And I'll be, every, I'll be there every step of the way to um, to support my teammates. Martin, Dave Davidovich from Keep Up. Uh, just wanted to ask you, every player's kind of got their own personal journey coming into the World Cup. You have um, respectfully spent bugger all time in Australia. Um, you don't have a heap of family there or anything like that. But you've obviously taken to this team and the shirt with with absolute pride. Can you just talk to us about, I guess, how you've embraced this team and what you know this has all meant to you? It means everything to me, and obviously it means everything to my family back home in Scotland. Um, also, ideally, my father was born there. It was something that we knew for years. It's a question I get asked a lot at every media conference. Um, look, I've I've been on the scene for about four or five years now. It's nothing new to me and. As soon as Arnie gave me that opportunity I, I embraced it from the start um, and the lads brought me in like I was one of, one of their own and we've just had that connection ever since and you know um, I give everyone for the shirt when I put it on, I give everyone for the country and like you say even me being here hopefully I can still make them proud and show the support that I'm, that I'm here and obviously they know that um, back in the country. Martin Rigari from the Sydney Morning Herald. Great to see you still here, mate, and with a smile on your face. Just wondering, uh, of all the members in the squad and even the staff, is there anyone who needs their vibes managed particularly? Who needs the most vibe management? Arnie, he needs it. <laughs> Arnie and Rennie. Um, no, look, I've kept them all in check. They're all happy. Obviously the result the other day was, um, was brilliant. It's kept uh, the spark alive in the camp. It's kept the belief. The confidence is grown um, and that's what that's what we ultimately, um, Arnie tries to install in the team a bit of belief and we've we've got that um, and obviously we're here, we're, we're stamping our authority, we're, we're not here to make up the numbers, uh, we're here to compete and, and we're certainly doing that. Speaking of Arnie, it obviously looked like a special moment after the Tunisia game, everyone in a huddle, you in the middle of it. Um, can you take us into that moment and sort of tell us what, what Arnie was saying and I presume how much that meant to you because it I think it meant a lot to everyone who was watching as well. I wish I could remember what he said Um it took me a while to get over there and um, I kind of just blanked out when he put his arm around me but I think it was just a, the simple message of keep going Um, you know en- enjoy it tonight but um, ultimately we've got one more game to go um, and we've got a real good chance of qualifying and ultimately we believe so that we can do. Martin Dave Mark from the ABC. Um, Aidan Krustich was in here just a short time ago and he said if he had an ACL injury, he wouldn't be as positive as you were. What is it about you that makes you able to stay so upbeat and to and to pass on that positivity to your teammates when you've had a terrible injury? I think something about me is that I always put people before myself. Um, like I say, it, it's happened. I can't really get down and dread on it. Of course, it's a long recovery process. There is... It's not all smiles, there is going to be times where I am going to be down and, and sad but I think that's important that I've got a good support around me, I've got a good family, obviously I've got a good club back in Scotland and ultimately the support here that have, that have got me through um, but yeah obviously I think I've got that mindset of well you know might not seem like a long time but nine months I'll be back very soon um, and I'll keep working hard. And um, ultimately, I want to earn that jersey back and, and represent the country again. So you're obviously a naturally optimistic person. Is that something that you were born with, or is it something you've worked on? Probably just born with it. Like I say, I'm, I think I'm at the stage in my career where um, I kind of came up from the lowlands coming up and worked my... Worked, um, I was going to say a swear word there, but I better not. Uh, obviously worked myself into the ground, I've improved every year, and I'm grateful. I can still say that I'm a professional football player at the end of the day, and um, I'll continue to work hard and obviously my journey's not over yet. And, you know, by the time I come out of this injury, I'll be in my thirties and, you know, hopefully I can and hit my peak again. G'day Martin, Liam from Fox Sports, mate. Uh, sorry to ask about the injury again itself, but I know obviously it was quite late diagnosed as an ACL. Um, you'd been here, you know, hopeful that you would be right. Can you just tell, it was, tell us what it was like for you for those few weeks? Did you um, feel that was never quite right, or what was that like for you? Yeah, obviously initially when it happened at my club, um, I had to come off. I got the scan straight away. Um, obviously, I'd seen a specialist, and obviously, I'd, I'd torn my lateral meniscus. And um, that's why we. We went to Manchester at Cedar specialist, and obviously when you hear that news, it's it's nothing but devastation. And then you hear the news that maybe there's a few injections. Ultimately, with what was coming up, the World Cup, I was willing to give it a go. Um, you know, we had all the, the procedures in place that, you know, um, it wasn't doom and gloom. There was still an opportunity for me to do it. You know, some players do play through meniscus tears, knee injuries. Um, there wasn't a case where I was going to make it any worse um, obviously speaking now it is worse but I, 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 that injury was already there and ultimately you, you just go through that emotions where your dream's over and then you, obviously we fly out we give it every opportunity um, you know there was a few times that I broke down and nearly threw in the towel and we tried another few procedures um, and then I just knew at the end of the day it wasn't right I needed surgery anyway So, obviously, I just tried to buy time and get through to the World Cup. And then, obviously, speaking to the surgeon, um, he was just mentioning that the worst case scenario is that there might be a little bit of damage on my anterior cruciate and we would only know when he opened me up. Um, Basically, what I have is a discoid meniscus where I've got a larger meniscus than normal. So, basically, that was keeping everything in place. It was keeping my cruciate stable, and long story short, that I could have had this um, ACL injury for about six, seven years. So I've been playing through it. It's a bit of a tricky one. I know I'm trying to digest it myself. When you get put to sleep and you wake up and you know, your whole knee's been reconstructed. Um, So I think that's why I'm kind of optimistic. I've, you know, I've played that long with an injury of severe and yeah, obviously when I didn't damaged the meniscus, it's, um, it's kind of just not been stable enough for my ACL to hold and that's kind of why I've had that surgery. Steve Larkin, AAP. Just wondering how you feel, we have players come in here daily, refer to you as an inspiration and Arnie says just look at Martin Boyle for added inspiration, just wondering your thoughts when you hear that sort of thing um, from from your teammates and your coach? Yeah, it's it's lovely words. Obviously, I've seen Mitch after his press conference, and you know he scored a goal at the World Cup, and I'm getting a mention, which is really nice. And um, it's it's amazing to see. And um, obviously, Arnie's Arnie's words are, are perfect for me. There's been a few meetings where I've had mentions, and like I say, it's it's not about me here. I'm just trying to go under the radar here, and and just keep boys focused and what they have to do and what the job is, and I'm just there to support them and. You know, if they need a shoulder to lean on and a bit of cheating up, then I'll be there. Um, but ultimately, we're here to do a job. And yeah, like I say, I'm just floating around the scenes, not getting in the way. And if there's a bit to be played, and then, you know, I'm, I'll uh, I'll firmly take that stance and I'll, I'll help anyone in any way. G'day, Martin. Uh, Joe from News Corp. Um, I feel like you've covered a lot of this already, but I was wondering if you'd spoken to Hibs at all and, you know, um, what those conversations are like, what your next nine months, 12 months, looks like recovery was and yeah, how, how that conversation went. Yeah, obviously the physios here, Kurt, obviously the main physio and Doc Jones, um, they've been in touch daily. Um, I've seen the surgeon again today. The Hibernian doc was, um, was on the other end of the phone call. They're well aware of what's happened. Um, obviously the confusion behind the surgery um, and, and stuff like that. And like you say, there's, it's not easy to explain. Obviously, there's been a lot of people at my club saying that you know, obviously, I missed the games to obviously play at the club and stuff like that. It's you know, it's it's been a complicated emotional roller coaster this past few weeks. And obviously, to obviously speak about it and kind of get my point across and say how complicated it was. It, you know, obviously, it makes things a little bit better. But yeah, obviously, not ideal for a club situation. We were obviously in a bad run and coming into this. And obviously, ideally, I want to get back there and help as much as I can. But you know, hopefully they can kick on when the season starts again and, you know, hopefully I can play a big part next season. Uh, Martin, Joey Lynch from uh, ESPN. I was just going to ask you to expand on you gave a shout out to Matt Leckie there about how he's been supporting you. And I think we've seen a video of him wheeling you around on one of those chairs. Just how have he and the boys been supporting you logistically and emotionally? And could you maybe also give us an insight into you and Lex relationship? First and foremost, every single one of the lads have been they've been brilliant and um, they all seem happy that I've stuck around, which is great. Um, obviously, my is the captain. You know, he'll get a firm say um, if I'm a distraction around the place, and obviously that's not the case. So it's brilliant. They've all came up. As soon as I came out of surgery, they all gave me a hug, which was nice. They gave me a shirt from the France game, which was signed. Um, it was a special moment. Um England, like, I'm kind of getting tired of them helping me around the place. You know, they're all trying to get my food and stuff like that. Even Cammy Devlin, um, you know, he's a rival back home and he's uh, convinced me not to post anything in case uh, the Hearts fans bite his head off, um, but like, they've been brilliant. Um, obviously, I've got a, a really great relationship with Aziz, he's been great around the place, and obviously, I room Um and yeah, obviously, when I wake up in the morning, he's got a coffee there, he turns the light on, he wakes me up. He pushes me around in the wheelchair. He helps me in the shower. Um, obviously PG, but um, he's uh, he's he's definitely um, he's definitely uh, helped a lot. And like you say, we're just relaxing in the room, playing a bit of Call of Duty. Um, and it's it's been brilliant. And if it keeps a smile on his face, um, you know, you will probably get the best performances out of him, which is perfect. Uh, Martin Tom Smithy's from from Keep Up. Um, when Harry Sutar did his knee in the dressing room straight afterwards, he set himself a target of a year later, the World Cup. The Asian Cup's probably going to be in just over a year's time. Does that give you a target to aim for, to get back for? And also, has Harry been a particular help given that what he's just been through? And um, also Asia Cups on the horizon. Um, I don't think I need extra motivation. Um, I've, I've already got that motivation, the hunger, the desire to already get back. I know I'm only a week in. Like you say a long long recovery but um, i think the most important for me is to take small steps at a time make little little milestones uh, every few weeks kind of progress from there and then you know as soon as i get back then i can obviously ultimately i need to be producing when i come back to to be in contention for that asia cup squad and um, obviously i don't want my journey to end here on, on uh, such a low but like you say, I've got that hunger and desire to get back, and obviously I want to be in that squad and and help, um, obviously achieve uh, another another trophy for the for the Socceroos, like they did many years ago. Hi, Martin, Ben's from Channel Ten. How do you see this game against Denmark playing out? And do the Socceroos have anything up their sleeve? And how hard is it for you to resist jumping up and down when we score a goal? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you see me the other day jumping up, I have probably made more damage. Um, yeah, I would say it's it's a very important game. It's a massive game, and I think if we replicate what we we done the other day, um, I think we were, you know, parts of that second half we were defensively solid. We had a structure. Everyone knew exactly what they were doing. Subs made an impact. Um, I think if I think first and foremost everyone needs, to you know, to have that mentality of it's ninety minutes. You put your body on the line, you know. There's there's not many moments where you can say that well the soccer is of you know obviously qualified out of group stages you know we, we know what's at stake um, and I'm sure they'll they'll have a few down days recovery and they'll be firmly on it and um, obviously tactically I've not been involved in a lot but I'm sure Arne will get his point across Rennie will have his and yeah I'm sure they'll be tactically aware of what what needs to be done and um, the video analysis will see their strengths and weaknesses. Mm. They'll diagnose that um, and they'll take the game as it comes but obviously I'm very confident of a of result.